0: What's up, y'all? This is Tiny and Kelvin Smith. Running back, DeAndre Torrey. Senior receiver, Michael Lawrence. Senior guard, DJ Draper. And you're listening to Bruni's Breakdown Podcast. Your home for North Texas sports. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Bruni's Breakdown, the 24-7 sports podcast. I am your host, Matthew Bruni. And with me, in person, for the first time in two months, is Colin. Mitchell, Colin, how are you doing? You sound like the guy from uh from like every UFC slash boxing match ever. It's what it's what I was I was going for. You know we we're still uh state opens up and we're still you know six feet apart here. I don't know. This is, about, this is probably about six feet. I think it's six feet. Yeah, it's about. But we're also in like an enclosed room and yeah, we're we're done. You know, <laughs> it's it's over. We, we, we whatever. We're 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 doing. We figured we figured we we'd follow suit with the state and we'd open up Bernie's breakdown to to social interaction again. I mean, uh we went out and played basketball just with us. We shot hoops the other day. Well, according to the president, it dies in the sun. So there you go. Listen, all we got to do, you look up, open your mouth, it's gone, right? <laughs> don't For those that that injected disinfectant into their arms, please don't take what I said <laughs> and act like it's going to get rid of your virus if you have it. <laughs> Oh, what a start to this podcast. All right. Um so this is our Q&A podcast. Uh for those of you who may or may not be aware, um we asked for questions on Twitter and now Oh, did you want to redo it? We're good. Okay. I always I never know what the audio with you, Colin. I would have said something. I always say to test it and you never test it. It has been 2 months, I guess. It's ridiculous. It has been. Um some house cleaning before we get into y'all's questions is we're trying to get some guests for next week's uh, podcasts and maybe the coming weeks, yeah, obviously. Plural. Yes, guests, plural. Um, we're seeing what we can do. Um, we might try to stretch it out. We were thinking about having a guest week like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but I don't know. I kind of want to space it out so that way we have more content. That's to... also like a lot of podcasts. yeah. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Doesn't so we're thinking about time. one maybe on Monday or Wednesday and then, you know, maybe another five days and then another one and so on and so forth. So, um, yeah, we'll see how that goes. We'll keep you updated with that. But now, Colin, let's get into their question because I don't want to waste any time. We have a lot of questions uh, from four four people and I want to answer their questions because more than four people will be listening to this podcast. So here we go, Colin. Let's start off with... Um, actually, before we get into that, Something that came out after I asked for questions was the new um rule change with college football that's gonna be implemented in 21-22 of college or college athletes being able to use their likeness for and uh for profit basically to be able to make money off their likeness. So whether that's ads or whatever they do. There was a story on Underdog Dynasty. Shout out to Underdog Dynasty, uh friends of the podcast. Kinda, in a way. Yeah. Um shout- so your friends they, on their podcast. Yeah, I was going to say I was on their <laughs> podcast. So. Yeah, shout out Underdog Dynasty. Um, they wrote a story saying how the, the new NIL rules are good for college football and uh, the best G5 programs sh- should see a huge spike in recruiting. Now, basically, all in all, the point was simply that, you know, team players that want to go to a P5 school will go to a P5 school regardless and then but the top G five schools will be able to make more profit off of their, off of their players. Basically, their players will be able to profit more so than the lower tier schools of like the. It's separating the G fives basically. It's right. into a top tier of you know these guys are perennial powers into against UTEP. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> but anyways, that that's kind of what is they it's, they said um in a very condensed form. But check out their story, and I don't want to spend too long on this. But how do you think it's going to impact Group of Five schools? I think it hurts them a lot, actually. All Group of Five schools? Yes. Okay. And and this isn't just for football. Um, this is also for basketball because especially if you have so if you have five star recruits going to the to the G League or whatever, making teams, and then you have the four stars and the three stars that would normally go to high mid major or mid majors, and they're going to uh and they're going to the dukes now then where who is you're going to have two stars and one stars for mid majors the rest mm-hmm. of the time so that for basketball and then for football if i'm a football player i'm going to want to get more money mm-hmm. instead of trying to have an opportunity to start more especially if you're trying to support your family or you know get the cash sooner yeah if if you don't have league aspirations i think that's where the interesting line comes because The upside... It becomes more of a risk-reward if you go to a bigger school, right? It was already a risk-reward if you go to, let's say... um, Let's say... uh, If you go to UT and you're like, all right, there's a chance that I can start when I'm a junior and senior. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you go to... um, North Texas. Yeah, if you go to North Texas, you should be starting presumably as a sophomore or you know, if you're a high three-star or whatever. That risk-reward becomes even more of a line to me. So... Mm -hmm. The risk when you go to a bigger school, because if, if you never get seen, you won't be able to make any money while you're in college to pay for college, et cetera, et cetera. Whereas the safer route of going to a smaller school, a G5 school, and hoping to start, because G5 schools still have money circulating in them from boosters, right. et cetera, et cetera. But obviously, it's not the top end money that Texas makes when they're the most profitable school in the country for football. So that's why I think that it just becomes like, how much do you want to risk to get money? Because yes, the upside at Texas is obviously greater, um, depending on who you are. If you're Devin Duvernay out there, you're going to be making a lot of money. Whereas if you're Devin Duvernay and you went to North Texas, you'd be the greatest receiver in North Texas history. And they would put your face on a million billboards around Denton and You'd make money that way. Too. Jersey sales. I didn't even think about that. Actually. So that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I didn't, you, I didn't even think about that actually. Like you'll, like you'll make money if you go to small schools if you're a great player, and it's gonna be guaranteed. But you just won't be making. Let's just say it was. Let's just say it's like. Let's just say it's twenty out of hundred, right? Let's just say it's twenty out of hundred. And Texas, if you're an elite player like Colin Johnson or Sam Ellinger, and he makes ninety, mm-hmm. like. Yes, you have the potential to make ninety if you're Sam Ellinger, but the safe route is to get twenty if you're you know go to a small school and you're the best player there. Right. I don't know. It's just kind of no, that makes sense. I didn't think about that. I, I was, I guess, I was thinking more of the basketball route in terms of oh, the basketball route is, is they're screwed. Yeah, the <laughs> the basketball route's interesting because the NBA is just kind of undoing what they created almost. Yeah, but yeah, the no football is interesting because like you said, you can do you have the exposure in the small school, you can be the greatest of all time, whatever. You get jersey still, so I guess it does help football in a way but it'll be interesting in, on how much that helps lower tier like uteps for now example. what even like a school like rice who we've seen their football facility in person it's it's nothing really right i mean utsa is getting a new one but they're a lot of times don't have a lot of money going through football it will make teams spend money on football whether they like it or not, really. Right. Or you just don't have a football team. Rice either needs to put up or shut up. They need to either go in right. or they need that to get out. That was the worst stadium I've like, ever seen in my entire life. You need a new stadium. You need new practice facilities. You need to go all in. If you're going to be in Houston and trying to build an actual team that can compete in Conference USA on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Um, and I use Rice just because I remember the stadium. That hasn't been changed since 1960. So it's like, I think it's just going to put more pressure on schools to be like, all right, football is the moneymaker. maker. And players are going to make money. We need to have all of our facilities and everything up to par. Like it's not just about winning at this point; it's about bringing in money because players need money. Right? Yeah, because that's another. I don't see. I don't know how it gets with recruiting and stuff. Like I don't know if you can use that in recruiting. I have no still, clue. but players are obviously going to look at that. They're going to look at Rice and be like, "Oh, you can't even pay for locker rooms. What makes me think that you're going to be able to pay for exposure for me and give me, you know, whatever?" I'm interested to see how the PR changes. Mm-hmm. Like, how are teams going to start representing their players more? Because it'll be how, more... It'll promoting be more, their players more? Yeah, exactly. It'll and be, be more do of they a marketing pro- thing. And do they promote their players more so, or is it on the players to promote themselves? Is it... Is it to where the school is paying, or is it more so endorsements? Because I understood it's it It's endorsements. More, I, okay, I understood it more as endorsements. But, Still, like if you let's say you promise the dude be like, hey, we're going to help you get to this level and this level and you're going to be able to bring in this much money to pay for your school to help your parents this. Right. They have your- a benchmark of some point. Of how yeah, much yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like. If you're promising kids this, you're promising kids that you're going to help expose them, you're going to help, you know, bring their. Bring them to light in your school specifically and you can help them more than other schools. Mm hmm then I think you're kind of obligated to help them. And then because you've promised them, now you're looking at players who may not even be that good. You're the PR department. You're like, well, I mean, we got them here because we told them that uh, we could help them. We got Jamil Moore here because we said that we would put his face on a billboard in 2018, like, et cetera, et cetera. And now you're looking at like, how do you deal with that? Like, I feel like it's no different than than telling them that they're going to start and then they don't end up paying out. Except this time out. you're messing with their money. Which right. you're also messing with their money as a well, line to them there too. But but I mean, it's and down the road, I mean, most players at mid-majors don't expect, well, they try to have NFL aspirations, but yes. most of them are just there for the schooling. You're still getting school for free. I feel like the money is just a little cherry on top. But then again, when it, you have, when you have an, an NC, like if they, if they have the supposed NCAA football game, how does, how would that work? If you're having players named, having to sign off on their likeness Do do, do the UTEP players, the 53rd man on the roster get like a cut, I think with his name in there, I like would, like, how would that even work? Because obviously they have to make something off of it if you're using their name. Yes, you have to. So I wonder if they'll go the route of like only some players on teams get get their names used or maybe however yeah, top 30 of each team yeah um, I don't know um, but that that leads us into our first question actually which we'll go to instead we'll start with NTSN to set who asked um, do you ever think another NCAA game will come out with the new deal of player endorsements now the assumption is yes, right? We all assumed right. yes, it's going to. And then we saw, or at least I saw on Twitter that they were like, um, I don't know uh, we can do this, et cetera, et cetera. Like, don't anticipate one in the near future or like in the coming years, basically. Um and then people were saying, like, oh, now that they have to pay players to use them, they can't they, they don't want to, you know, shell out that money to make the game. Like you have to it, the cost Goes up more to make the game. Basically. Well, then it, but you don't. You're not required to put a player in a game. That's the thing. They could go back to what they just they had already, where it was just fake names with the same numbers. Yeah, but you can't use their likeness. Well, there wasn't use likeness used before. Yes, there, there was. was. Vin, like like Vince Young was number ten on Texas. He just didn't have his name. He, his name wasn't there. That's how it worked. So it oh, used to okay, work. Okay. So like, for example, I have NCAA Football 14. Um, I believe that's when Denard Robinson's on, on the cover of, and it's just, it's not Denard Robinson. I think he was number 10 on Michigan. It's just number 10 Michigan. And he has his speed attributes, his, all of his attributes are like Denard Robinson. So, you know, it's Denard Robinson, but his name's not there. So he didn't get money off of it. That's how it worked to where they weren't using his name. So they didn't have to pay. For him. And then people were like, that's kind of messed up. Why well, You are could they... still do the same thing unless the player's sued. No, no, yeah, you can't anymore. Or you could even just make it to where... That's why they stopped making the game. No, I know, I know. But I'm saying, or you could just make it to where the, it's just the schools again. And you just make it to where the players don't even match at all. That's I mean, that's what people were talking about. Like, hey just And then you'd have like Hey, just give us a game and let us customize rosters right. and stuff like that, but I don't know. But then that's the slippery that. slope. They'll never do that. Yeah. So anyways, um I don't think it will come out in the coming years. I think it'll be a few years, maybe like twenty three or so. But um man, it would be fun. I love that game. Especially on a PS five. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? They didn't have an NCAA football game on PS four ever. Not really. It went from twenty 20- I mean, it was twenty fourteen, it was six years ago crazy well actually seven because it came out a year before that's crazy i missed them. all right um thank you for your question ntsn we'll answer ntsn's question first okay pull my laptop what's next um where do y'all think the most likely outcome of a realignment would would be for north texas um aac cusa slash uh sunbelt merger midwestern conference you know, somewhere, somewhere around they're there. They're not, they're not going to the AAC or. Well, okay, so here's the here's the deal. Also, we have um, a question from CMCM um, on a similar front. So I guess we should talk about this. They're going to try to cut costs. Yes, that is confirmed. Ren Baker talked about that on his Zoom meeting. They're they're looking at everything. Everything's on the table. Assuming that football starts on the right time. I think that all that's going to happen is they're going to go into divisions for... Fo- I mean, they're already in divisions for football. They're only going to play their divisions for football. Right, so you wouldn't be going to Virginia to go play ODU. So it's like... Oh, no, because they're going to... Because Rin said, Rin said that they're not going to shorten the season. If anything, they would just postpone the season because of all the, the TV deals, etc., cetera, et cetera. They're not going to try to have a nine-game season. They're going to try to um, just push it back. So they're already in divisions for football. For basketball, we ass- we assume that they're going to go into divisions for basketball. Like that's that's just smart. That's safe, the safe thing to do. So that'll cut some cost. And then football, I don't know how you do it, for football, because the only option for football is conference realignment. Because you're already in divisions for the most part, right? So that's why they were. Throwing around this Sun Belt Conference slash um, Conference USA merger, where you know you put Troy in um, Troy with North Texas because they're all in the, around the same area, et cetera, et cetera, and it makes sense. But I think that would only happen if the football season's delayed. I think if the football season happens on time, I don't think anything happens with football. I think basketball see basketball is put in divisions to cut that cost. And I think that um, some other sports maybe have to do some juggling as well of, of putting them in divisions. Or I don't know how bat- baseball works or whatever, or softball. Right. Um, I don't think those are in divisions, but maybe you throw them in if, if you were to cancel a women's sport or a men's sport, would you have to cancel? I don't know how Title IX works. Yes. So you'd have to cancel two. Yes. Well, the thing is, North Texas is already at the minimum required sports. Right. 16 sports. That's the minimum that they're at. So canceling a sport at the moment is not realistic for them because they have to be at 16 okay. unless if the NCAA passes a rule where they're temporarily, you can go down to 15, 14, whatever. Mm-hmm. And since the money, like you said, title IX wise is on the same level. If they cut scholarships, they have to, it has to, I think it has to come clean across the board. Right. Like one from each school. You can't do, one, you can't, can't do just like five from women's soccer. Right. Like that's, you can't do that. So, um, I think one thing we, we, Probably we'll see, even if it starts on time, we'll be coaches taking a slightly reduced salary, whether that's 10%, AD's taking 10%, uh, less, et cetera, et cetera, just for the year to get them by. So then you get traveling costs, coaches' um, uh, salary reduction, et cetera, et cetera. Wren said that they're set for the fiscal year, which goes through August, August 31st, which is basically when football season starts. Well, that's because football season paid for exactly. paid for it this far. Exactly. So... That's why I'm looking at it as if everything starts on time, I think all you're going to see is reduced travel mm-hmm. um, for all the other sports, and you're going to see um, coaches' salaries slightly redu- reduced. Yeah, because if, the, if it starts on time, then that's assuming that it's safe to go out and there's going to be able to be, have fans at games. You can't play a college football game without fans because that's how teams make their money. It's how small teams make their money, especially. Yeah. Like... Every group of five team almost makes their makes probably 80% or more of their money off of attendance. Right. Whereas, whereas the NFL, they make 80% whereas of the money off of TV SEC. deals. Well, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm any, yeah, any SEC. P5, but, I mean, you go there, you get ESPN contracts, Fox. I mean, you go down the list of those contracts and you're just like, yeah, no, these, the, the games are going to happen. It's just when they're going to happen. But what will be interesting is if for some reason football season either is either postponed or canceled and then you have no money for a group of five schools that is defcon five yes con. and i don't think it'll be canceled unless if we're in the spring and we're still dealing with covid19 so a yeah. full year from now if we're still dealing with this then it gets canceled but obviously but um they, they will play in the spring if they have to yeah and for money reasons alone yes you because, have to fulfill your I mean, con- that's how that's not even how not even for athletics. It's how universities make money. for all, yeah, all things. Yep. Um, but yeah, UNT and a lot of other um, presidents said that we plan on being in person in the fall. So be ready, kids. I don't go to. We're school We're ready. Anymore. That's why we're together right now. I don't go to school anymore. So whatever. Um, Bree's letting the letting the kids just. <laughs> we have. Don't we have a podcast name? Name. Thank the kids for the or, for, the, for kids. the kids. All right. Yes. They're all um, kids now. Bree, Bree's grown up. <laughs> They are. Um. All right. Thank you all for your questions. I think that's both the NTSN ones. Thank you, NTSN. All right, CMCM. Um. He had an eventful week on Twitter. Um. His question, first question, is thoughts, um, for delayed or shortened football season. Okay, so we kind of covered that already, but I do think that okay, while we think it's gonna happen, it's not gonna get shortened. Like I said, delayed. I think the main thing that they're just trying to do is at worst case start in November. Mm -hmm. like that's the worst case and then you go from there but we'll see um but yeah we talked about that and then will north texas keep these recent recruits considering their recent offers and then the separate question is does, does the nfl drought hurt yes and yes so they only have five commits at the moment um he's talking about for 2021 i'm assuming yes they have five commits at the moment. None of them have overly large P five com- um, offers, if at all. I'm trying to remember. I don't. I've looked at their profile so many times. But, uh, I don't think any of them have outstanding offers. They lost out on the guy that committed to Houston Emory, um, so that kind of hurt. But um, I don't. I don't. It, we'll see. It's always you never really know because how, what a player wants. Because if a, if. Uh, a comes knocking on the door or whatever, or whoever comes knocking on the door, I mean, they're going to listen to them. So right. you can't really gauge that. I mean, we saw Cade Renfro last year be 110% committed and he's at Ole Miss. So who knows? Um, but yeah, I, I, there's no way to know there. Does the NFL drought hurt recruiting? Oh, definitely. Because players, especially players who are kind of coming with a chip on their shoulder are like, hey, I want to be able to play and get noticed. Where you can't get Mason Fine or Ladarius Hamilton noticed enough. And then the, the CFL draft. No no North Texas players are drafted even, in that. Well, we don't know. If, did they put their name in? I don't know if I, they put I, their I, name it's, in. It's any players who have been, who played all four years at college. I'm sure you still have to put your name into the draft, though. Uh, Zach Babb said you don't have to. He said Mason could have been drafted. Oh, I don't know, but I, it would you would for a draft you usually have to put your name in but in or a draft, so I don't know. Maybe, but um, I think the more interesting angle to look at this it from is not how recruits directly are going to look at North Texas. I think that we have to go to how other teams in Conference USA are going to approach the recruits that North Texas is also recruiting. Mm. So, if you're Louisiana Tech. And you have a recruit that's also from North Texas that maybe he's leaning at North Texas. What's stopping them from going like, hey, I don't know if you saw the draft, but (laughs) Amik Robertson, LeJaria Sneed, I mean, we can go down the list, Jalen Ferguson, we can go down the list of dudes, Jamar Smith got signed, I mean, we can go down the list of players who are in the NFL right now. I, that's a good point. North yeah. Texas is, hasn't had a guy drafted since two thousand four. What makes you different? They're I mean, like, listen, our coach—he played in the NFL ten <laughs> like, years ago. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm just—it's—it's it's a cold reality here. Is that yeah. teams? I wouldn't be surprised. if They're going to just whip that out. And any FBS team can say that because North Texas has the longest active drought. I wonder if I wonder if that's already been a thing though, considering how long it has been. I mean, maybe, but it's just like. It's, it's kind of ridiculous at this but point, though, that they couldn't get one. The thing is, yeah, we talked about this on the last podcast, though, so I don't want to rehash it. But it's the thing is now is that North Texas is going after even better recruits now. So we saw 2019 great class, 2020 amazing class, like number one or two in, in the conference. Now they're going after more really, really good players. And so you have to think the higher you go... Right, they got to have a reason to come here. The more... The more ambitious they're going to be in trying to get seen, the more, um, the more ambitious they are going to be to try to get to the NFL, and you're co- competing with teams like even Southern Miss, who had Quez Watkins drafted. You're just they're just like going to be like, not only did we beat them in the regular season, but they haven't had a player draft since 2004. It's 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 it, that's the more interesting angle angle to me, and I don't know exactly how those meetings go with um coaches to players. Uh, at least coaches to recruits like Southern Miss. I don't know if Southern Miss does that. I don't know if Louisiana tech says that, but if I'm a coach, I mean, why not? Yeah. Right. If you're an opposing coach, why not? No, for sure. I mean, it's kind like of, it's kind of dirty. Kiffin. Lane Kiffin would oh, like, Lane put, definitely did he'd it. He put like billboards up <laughs> and say like, <laughs> Hey, have you seen Devin Singletary? Yeah. He's on the bills. <laughs> um, no, I'm just saying like, that's it's, I wouldn't be surprised. So anyways, I think that's the interesting angle here. Thank you. CMCM for your questions. Next, we go to our boy. Shout out OU Insider Colin Kennedy. Our boy. Um Let's see, where should I start with him? Ask good questions. Alright, four questions here. Is Dionoville the best candidate to end the drought? Yes. Wow, it's already just because, the drought. It's not even like specified anymore. Because who else? Jalen Darden. No. I mean, Deion Noville has to be the answer. Now, there was a, something floating around on Twitter. I don't remember where I saw it. That no group of five defensive tackle got taken in this year's draft. Which is kind of crazy. Considering. But Deion Noville was an end at one point. So, he could probably swap. Depending on. Maybe. Depending on. I mean. I mean, he's, he's already bulked up to the point where he's the defensive tackle. Um, I think he is the best chance to get drafted. However. We're going into twenty twenty one draft thinking that I mean we're looking at it, the twenty twenty one draft, mm-hmm. and saying Jalen Darden and Dion Noville could get drafted. Two let's things let's rewind a year ago. Yeah. When we were looking at the twenty twenty draft and saying Mason Fine and Ladarius Hamilton should oh, be drafted. Rico. And Rico should be drafted. Those three prospects at that time when we're looking at them look a lot better than Dion and Jalen. Am I wrong? Yes, but I would say Dion is on the same level as Rico almost. Wait, yes, I'm wrong, or, or yes, you agree? No, I, sorry, I agree, but okay. I'm, but I think Dion is, like, I think Rico would have gotten drafted if he was healthy. And I think Dion is on the same level as Rico and doesn't have any red flags in terms of like size, like Mason or LaDarius not having the numbers this year. I'm just saying, I, when, because I, I was thinking back, I was like, Ladarius and Mason, we both, I went back and actually, I don't remember what podcast I listened to. I've, I went back and listened to all, a bunch of our old podcasts and I was like, Ladarius, I was saying Ladarius should get drafted and then Mason probably wouldn't get drafted. This was a while ago. And I'm just looking at Dion Noville and I'm like, is Dion Noville on that Ladarius Hamilton level as far as perception goes already? Like, I, I don't know. Ladarius was never considered a top 10 in his position. I mean, Mason Fine was number ten in his position, like, right? But again, court have unquote. the NFL. Like, I'm just saying, yes, but I'm just saying, like I can't take too much into that because if North Texas goes five and seven this year, what well, stopped the other much, conference USA I, teams from going five and seven? To getting guys drafted. <laughs> well, I mean, like, like who, like FIU and Charlotte, like Both. Charlotte beat North Texas. Like, I'm just saying, it's not Charlotte is. At the point where I feel like North Texas is kind of just like in this cycle of having really good players not being picked up from from the NFL, and it's just a weird cycle. that I don't know who's gonna break it. I don't think Deion is gonna break it. So you think nobody? I don't think anyone gets drafted next year. You no. Know? Yeah, the only um, way Jalen Darden could do it is if. They had a quarterback that could get him numbers. Yeah, but the thing is, the thing about Jalen Darden is that he created, with the ball in his hands, his yak numbers were great. Yard after catch. Uh, yeah, just... Yak. <laughs> yak. Thing is, he has to get the ball in his hands. He can't get the ball in his hands. They throw him those little screens. It only works so many times. That's all they did before Mason got here. That's all they did last year. <laughs> <laughs> good point. Oh. Um, <laughs> good point. But, I mean, uh, Jalen's coming off a great year, so if he puts up another great year or even a better year, then who knows, but... McQuiz Watkins got drafted, so who knows? Um, all right. Next question from the boy Colin Kennedy is: Call your shot. Name an incoming freshman with the best chance at eventually being drafted. Hold on, let me get these numbers up. Get these names up real quick. Incoming freshman, let me, most likely to be drafted in the NFL. I don't know where the text is. is it our time to tell the recruits that are we going to? You <laughs> should have no. gone to. Should have no. gone to No. 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 No, no, no. Okay. Um, I guess this includes junior college players. We'll include them. I'll just name okay. the top ten okay. as far as rating goes. Eric Williams, tackle, Devontae McCray, defensive end, uh, Detravion Brown, receiver, Jacoby Johnson, linebacker, pickett, defensive end, Jonathan Pickett, I should say. Uh Jordan Brown, outside linebacker, Jake Roberts, tight end, Garnett Burke, safety, Cade guard; Christian Lee, tight end. Uh for me. Now I know I've seen a lot more of the film than than you have. Yes. So I'll I'll go I'll answer this question. Devontae McCray is gonna be really really good, like really good. He's gonna he's gonna be a sophomore this coming year, and he's gonna step in for that Ladarius Hamilton role. Now will he produce the way that Ladarius did as a sophomore? I don't. I like. I don't know. But I mean. Expectations are high from him. When I talked to Clint Bowen, he was like, no, Devontae McRae is going to slide in. He's going to be really good, etc. That's another guy we should try to have to have on as a guest on our podcast. Okay. Clint Bowen. That would be fun. Um, Man, this is tough. I would say Devontae McRae. Because other than that, I don't look at a guy that I'm like... Like the Travian Brown could be Rico Busse. Uh Jacoby Johnson, and uh, Pickett, and Jordan Brown could be Cade Bond, EJ Agia, Cade Bond. I need to see offensive linemen in person. I always, I, that's always my I, thing. I, I always feel like I feel like offensive linemen get drafted from smaller schools a lot more than other positions. I just I don't know if that's actually true. It's not a bad. Point. It just it just feels like that. It could be. It Willie Hernandez, be. first round, UTSA. No, I mean, yeah, no. Charlotte had a tackle taken as well. Isn't that crazy? UTSA has had a first round pick, and North Texas hasn't. <laughs> I'll take uh, Devontae McCray. though. That's my pick. I'll agree with you because I don't know anything. That's about fine. the recruits. All right, what's Ladarius Hamilton ceiling slash floor at the next level? So it's what's his floor at the next? level? I line? feel like he plays in at the next level. He has to play outside linebacker in a three four. Yeah, other because I don't think he's he's big enough to be an end. The NFL level, but I think he's fast enough to play outside linebacker. We don't think he can cover at a linebacker level, though. That's that's a fair point. Actually, he so would it, have to be an outside linebacker that just like a Von Miller. Yeah, but Von can cover too, obviously, like Von Miller. But whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, it would have to be a like, uh, yeah, his, like a Khalil Mack or yeah. The scheme would have to fit him perfectly. He would have to just be able to get. Who has a better career? out wide, or who's would he have a better career than Taco Charlton? Not handling these these uh, questions Dude. against the Cowboys, <laughs> these attacks against the Cowboys. Okay. Lions, have Lions uh, we're be Speaking. This oh, week. hold on, wait. So yeah, that's. I mean, I think his floor is. Unfortunately, I don't think his floor is that high. I think his floor is a practice squad player. I don't think I don't see him like. Being like you said, he's not big enough to where I could see him dominating a right tackle yeah i <laughs> i just i don't i don't see that yet so but his ceiling i think is somewhat high because if he's able to use his quickness at an nfl level and you know he obviously won't be double teamed the way he was in north texas he won't have the attention on him the way he, way he did at north texas so if he can just win those one-on-ones on the outside using speed moves i think more than anything because he's strong as well but I think, like you said, he's going to have to be fast. He's going to have to be versatile, play in or play outside linebacker. I mean, I think he could break through at some point. A lot would have to break right, but I do think that his his ceiling is, it's not, you know, super high, but I think it's high enough to wear like a Jalen Guy or Nate Brooks where he could get crack get a crack. Mm-hmm. So, All right, last question from Colin Kennedy. Will the Dallas Cowboys win the Super Bowl, yes or yes? No. Why not? New coach. You're wrong. Okay. See, I don't know if you saw, but CeeDee Lamb, Colin, is wearing number 88. And you know That's who it. else wore number 88? Des Bryant. Michael Irvin. Des Bryant. Drew Pearson. Des Bryant. That's a group. So, CeeDee Lamb is going to be at who's least... your starting corner? Why are you worried about who, Anthony Brown? Who's your starting safety? Why are you worried about a woozy? <laughs> And Heath, all right. Why are you worried about my Wasn't defense? It, was he drafted? As We're a gonna corner. score. Wasn't it who's gonna, gonna score, to score points? Are you? Yes. Why didn't you last year? They they scored points. They just didn't score, score points when they needed to. Yes, like the Bills game and the other game. Y'all average that like I like, like thirty one points a game, but averaged like zero in the fourth <laughs> quarter. <laughs> like the Eagles game, they didn't score. The Bills game. Yeah, you would on the list of those games. They did not. Aaron Rodgers for Dak Prescott, straight up. Do it. Pull the trigger. Um, but anyways, the cowboys are gonna be good. Over under eight and a half. Over. Under. How you wanna bet? Yeah. How much? I'll do a hundred dollars. I'm not betting a hundred dollars on a podcast line. <laughs> okay. Twenty five. Sure. You guys aren't winning more than eight games. Imaginary shake. Distance. Yeah, we can't can't touch. At a distance. Alright, eight and a half games. Y'all heard it here first. Twenty five dollars. Cowboys over eight and a half. Over under th- Two and a half of the Lions. Hey, man. Believe. Believe in something, Colin. Believe. No believing. All right. We have a question from my friend Anthony Alls. Who is one famous athlete you think you could beat up? Do we get like time to train for like a week or something? You get a week. I feel like a week's not even enough No. I was thinking about rephrasing this question into who's a famous athlete that we could beat up? So like, two together, on one. Two on one. And the answers didn't come any easier. So we're looking at no NBA players. You could do like You said Muggsy Bogues. I feel like even do, though Muggsy Bogues is like fifty or sixty years old at this point. Oh, we're not talking about like when they played? Or, or we're talking about now? Let's talk about now. Let's do now. Okay, let's do now. Okay. A famous athlete now. So I'm no NBA players were Isaiah Thomas. No, we're not being up Isaiah Thomas. You seen Isaiah Thomas? He's five foot eight. And you know who Isaiah Thomas is? He's yeah, but he's five foot eight. He's still taller as tall as us. He's me. But Bro, that realize. man is gonna kill us. <laughs> Who else are you gonna pick? Not Isaiah Thomas. You can't pick an NFL no player. Kicker. Well, he did say famous. Does famous count? Kicker. Okay, kicker. Adam Vinatieri. I feel like you know how we, tall is Adam Vinatieri? He's probably like six three, but like he's also like forty thousand years old. <laughs> if he's too tall, we can't do it. He's only six foot. It's only six foot how much is he weigh though Con- wikipedia knows 200 pounds that's tough six foot 200 <laughs> that's tough okay okay we gotta we gotta find someone else can it uh, be man it has to be does it have to be like a known person it says famous it's gotta be that's tough okay <laughs> uh baseball baseball no those dudes are tall, yeah, dudes are- are tall it can't baseball. be someone that's like ridiculous. Ooh, altuve we're beating up Jose Altuve. Jose- <laughs> How much does he weigh? How much does he weigh? Uh, that matters. Like, he's like what five five? Yeah, he's, he might be five five, but that man could somehow be one eighty. <laughs> 165. Easy. We got him? Both of us. We yeah. got him to a whole book it you heard it here first. We're beating up Jose Altuve. Okay. If we if we theoretically fought him. But can we fight him for the World Series ring? let's just mug him. We'll just mug it would have been what they did to the to the Dodgers. <sighs> Ridiculous. Um I'm trying to think. I think that's it. Baseball, football, basketball. Can we do like we're not being up any hockey players. players. <laughs> we're not being up any tennis players. There's an Argentine Argentinian uh tennis player that's 5'6" but he's like number 20 in the world nobody knows him except for me because I watch tennis. Understood. Um I think I think that's it. I don't think there's any other. Player. I feel like we're gonna get like we're missing like a major sport somehow, and <laughs> I'm just like trying to think. Soccer. We we'll beat, be, we'll beat up Messi. We beat up Messi. I was about to ask. <laughs> no, you know what? We could beat a, up an FC I Dallas player. I wouldn't beat up Messi. Michael I, Michael Barrios is like, like five four. They're not famous. Not famous, famous for like Frisco. Nope, only. Not famous Frisco only. <laughs> I wouldn't even beat up Messi. I would just I would hug him. I'd start beating you up if you <laughs> beat start up Messi. Beating up. Trying to think, I think we've been up Pulisic. Pretty skinny. He's like six foot now. Man grew. He was (laughs) seventeen at the time. (laughs) Oh my god. Um. Yeah. uh, There's no one else really I would want to beat up. I'd want to beat. You want to beat up Jose Altuve? Jose Altuve is definitely the best candidate, though. I will say. Yeah, yeah. So we can. We have motivation. Yeah. Vigor. That's what we need. That's what we need right there. Okay. Um. I'm trying to think. I think that's it. What are we at? How time was 38 minutes? Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay. <coughs> I think that, I mean, that's all the questions we had. I think we went through them all. Anything else, Colin? I, th- I think I'm good. All right. We're going to have guests, like I said, for the next few weeks. Uh, We already have one lined up. Should, should I give away the name? We don't yes. know when or when it's going to happen, though, and I don't want to scare him off. Does he listen to the podcast. All I'll say is it's a defensive starter. That was a great that was a very good player last year. There you go. Can't wait to have him on. It's going to be fun. Um anything else? I think I think that's it. Um, Do we have 35 stars yet? Oh, we were at 29, Colin. We were at 20. We don't have 30. Nine. I'm disappointed in the fan base. 29. All we need is all we need hold on, let me see. Let me see. We get to 30 and we have a pod party. We're at 29 still. Shame, One of the man. ratings was trash opinions, but a five-star friendship. Who's that? I don't know. It just says... <laughs> I don't know who this is. What's the name? Quan Shaw. Tra- I don't know what he's putting Um Trash opinions, but great friends. But yeah, UNT Fan 3 left us a nice nice review. Um, yeah, 29 five-star rating. So make it 30, please. Just, just scroll down. All you have to do is click on our... Um, click on our little what is it you button? know what you should do cover should post page? on Mean Green 24-7 how to the leave link to rate well it's just a link to our no see all it is is a link to we'll our link to the page, page and then, and then say, you just scroll down and then say give us five five stars and you press the little five star button right there boom five stars so do a screen record and everything just that's all you have to do just do that please thank you You don't <laughs> so even know baby. why we're trying to get these five stars look man it's we all- have nothing else to work for at this point. Yeah, we don't even. <laughs> know. No sports. Fo- we don't even know when football season's gonna start. There's no sports, so we j- might as well just fend for ourselves. All right, Colin, you ready to go play basketball? Yeah. What's the temperature out? Probably like eighty-seven. I don't know, man. You ready to sweat? Eighty-six. Bernie made me run around the lake. <laughs> There's a little lake next to the basketball hoop, and I said, "Colin, t- take two laps." And then I came back, and I said, "Ow, my shins hurt." <laughs> big shin splints. Ridiculous. Okay. For Colin Mitchell, I'm Matthew Bruni. Leave us a five-star rating and review on Apples on Apple Podcast. Of uh, subscribe to us on SoundCloud. Follow us on Twitter at Mean Green 247, CJH Mitchell and Matthew Bruni underscore. Subscribe to MeanGreen247.com. We got a lot of VIP stuff coming your way. Um, I actually have one coming out tomorrow. So whenever you listen to this, I don't know what today is, Friday, Saturday. Um, so check that out. We'll have more VIP stuff. Like I said, we're going to have a guest on the podcast next week. So we're excited. We'll keep you all up to date with the latest stuff that's happening for North Texas. Everyone be safe out there and we'll talk to you later.